0: On this week's episode of No More Beans, we talk about weird ways to make money.
1: Each to their own, that thing. Yeah. Each to their own.
0: Tom has a magical confession. Do you remember calling Creevy? Yeah, that was me. And Tom and Jess decide to wipe the slate clean.
1: Anyway, we should probably stop talking about toilet roll now.
0: Plus, we'll be looking at which part-time jobs have the best staff perks, and talking to save student founder Owen about how to set up your own business at uni
1: hello and welcome to no more beans i'm jess and i'm tom and we're editors at save the student here to help you make your student loan stretch further
2: how are you doing this week jess
1: yeah i'm good thanks how are you
2: <sighs> i'll be honest jess i'm having a bit of a mare with tfl a bit
1: of a mail god yeah here we go
2: so about a, about a month ago sorry mm-hmm. i went to update my oyster card for 20 pounds thought i did that and then a couple mm-hmm. of days later i just happened to be checking my bank statement and seeing that they charged me 258 pounds and 30 pence.
1: Oh my God. Yep. That's a couple of digits more.
2: <laughs> yeah. And and then the rest. Yeah. Um. So obviously I ran them up straight away and was like, what is this? The guy, to be fair, w- was just as shocked as I was. He's, mm. he, he basically said, I've never seen this before, but don't worry, we'll get this sorted for you quickly because obviously this isn't right. And then, I don't know, two weeks later, they sent me an email saying... Sorry, we've had a bit of a backlog. We're finally getting around to investigating it, but we'll get it done soon. We're now almost two weeks after that email, and still nothing has happened. So I'm still short £258 a day. That's such
1: pence. a large amount of money as well. Like it's, it's not just a tenner, it's like 250 yeah, it's
2: quid. It's ridiculous. Like, you know, I'm fortunate enough now, now that I'm working, that, you know, I've got enough money in my savings to hmm. kind of cover me for that. But they don't know
1: that yeah and a lot of people wouldn't be in that position like especially yeah. if you were a student yeah exactly you would not have that much money
2: so you know i'm on a bit of a rampage at the moment i'm coming yeah. for them
1: yeah I, I can I'll, see I'll that keep, and i'll
2: keep you updated yeah do keep us updated um anyway enough about my ramp. uh what are we talking about on today's show
1: Yeah, so as we've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast so far, maintenance loans don't go anywhere near far enough to covering students' living costs. In fact, our annual money survey revealed that after rent, the average student has just eight pounds a week to live off, which is a crazy small amount of money. Um so the vast majority of students have to find some other way to boost their income, and that is what we're gonna be talking about on this week's show. So we've got part-time jobs, weird and when I say weird, I mean seriously weird side hustles Um, and tips on setting up a business from the founder of Save the Student himself. And we'll also be discussing which companies offer the best employee perks.
2: Cool. Um, And don't forget, we love to hear your feedback on the show. Uh, so feel free to send us a voice message on WhatsApp if you want to share your money problems or funny stories. And to join our WhatsApp group, just head to org forward slash WhatsApp. Uh, alternatively, you can send an email to podcast at org or tweet us at Save the Student.
1: So one of my favourite articles on the site is the 37 weird ways students make money at uni, because some of the stuff on there is absolutely crazy. Like- funny funny but yeah. just like unbelievable so i thought we could go through some of the best ones now
2: cool and just to clarify all these responses uh they all came from save the student surveys from students across the uk so they are all 100 percent legit
1: yeah we have we've not made this up is what we're trying to say basically yeah. so i've got the list here um first of all we've got owl handling apparently that is a thing
2: that's cool i really like that one
1: that is, that is cool it's it's a bit random yeah but...
2: never, i never really i don't think i've ever seen an owl in real life
1: are you joking?
2: Maybe actually, maybe once when I was younger, You'd but
1: probably you've definitely seen an owl.
2: I don't know. I've lived in London all my life. You don't get many owls around here.
1: Well, maybe you should take up owl handling.
2: Maybe I should.
1: <laughs> uh, next one: clinical trials, and this person got paid to give them their poo. Apparently,
2: I mean, we all do it.
1: <laughs> do we, though?
2: <laughs> no, then we all poo. We don't well, we'll get paid. Well, all right. To I was give... going
1: to say, I've never paid to give someone. <laughs> no, their No, no, no.
2: What I mean is, we all do it, so you might as well make money out of it.
1: I like, mean, I've never done a clinical trial, which is like I assume like the well, it's the medical trials, isn't it? Yeah, Where you like, I think so. um, you know, you trial drugs and stuff like that. I did psychology trials at uni, oh, which cool. were pretty tame. To be honest, it was stuff like wear a pedometer for two weeks and then see if it kind of makes you want to take more steps. If oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, tracking, yeah. like how many steps you're taking every I day. I would
2: say, as a layman with no knowledge of the mm. subject, probably. I think when I had a pedometer when I was younger, which I got. As a freebie in a in a happy meal, it really made me want to like walk around. and wanted to make the number go really high.
1: I, d- I don't think it did when I wore mine. Oh, really? Like I just was like, I'm not going to so, go out of my way to do more steps because of this. But...
2: This is why we need science, <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, so yeah, that was quite cool. I think doing a clinical trial though, that's like quite a big.
2: Yeah. commitment, isn't it? Yeah, somebody at uni asked me to do one. I think in the summer between first and second year. Mm. And yeah, pff, I mean, the money can be good. I think it's, like, you can add to, like, £100 a day or something. Yeah. But it's... Obviously, it's a risk because they're testing things on you that, mm. you know, haven't been tested on humans before or have, but are still kind of... There's still question marks over them. And also, as well, quite often you have to be in isolation for, like, two weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I read an article about them recently. It's when you do, like, flu camp, isn't it? It's, like, yeah. basically yeah. where you get, like, injected with the flu. Um. And, yeah, you're basically in a room by yourself for however many weeks people will like come in your room at like five o'clock in the morning and wake you up for like injections and they take your blood all the time. And it's like, it might be good money, but it's like whether you think it's worth that.
2: And during the summer as well.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, mean, we've got an article on the site about it. um, If you want to find out more information. I mean, generally it tends to be, you've got to be in pretty good health. You've got to be like a non-smoker, like don't drink too much. But like some of them do ask for specific people, don't they? Like, so people have got asthma or that kind of thing. But yeah, generally you've got to be kind of pretty fit and healthy. Um and also, as you say, we do last a few weeks, so if it's during term time,
2: yeah.
1: You know, you might have to skip uni or something like that. And I don't think
2: I don't think it's worth it. That's not worth it. Yeah.
1: So anyway, yeah, if you go on save dot org, you can find more information about that. Anyway, the next one is um this one's so weird. Had to wander around a music festival dressed as a cleaner and occasionally play the violin in the portaloos. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what that is.
2: It, just seem, it seems like two sentences put together. <laughs> it seems like that they had to wander around a music festival dressed as a cleaner. Full stop. Also, occasionally I played the violin in port I'm like,
1: like, were they just dressed as a cleaner or were they a cleaner?
2: Uh, that's a good point. Maybe they were dressed as a cleaner. But that actually doesn't make any sense. If you're going to pay someone to yeah. dress as a cleaner, just pay a cleaner.
1: Yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> thought that one's a bit random. I had to do it wasn't at uni, but when I graduated, um I had a very brief stint working at a gin festival where I had to dress like nineteen fifties style. Oh cool. Which was which is quite cool, but yeah. you just also feel like an idiot, like <laughs> like a scarf in my hair and like this little uh, like yeah. flowery dress on, like oh, straight out the nineteen fifties. And yeah, and then when someone that like, you know like comes to the bar and yeah. they're you like dress as that. Um yeah. Anyway, next one. Oh, this was interesting. Sperm donor.
2: This one, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, yeah. Because if you're doing sperm donation, to my knowledge, the only reason, maybe maybe for medical research, maybe. But other than that, basically, you're, you're going to have a kid, basically. Mm, <laughs> like,
1: true, yeah.
2: And I don't know how comfortable I'd, I personally, I'm not saying that anyone else has to feel like this, but I don't know how I'd feel about knowing that I probably had a kid somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's quite scary, isn't it? Especially
2: at our age as well. Yeah. Like,
1: but I mean, obviously, like some people need to use sperm donors to, yeah. to have and children, people, and, and it's... some people don't want to have kids. Yeah. So... Yeah. I just think it's it's an interesting one. I mean, I yeah. have no idea kind of how much money you get from it and stuff, but I, I
2: I mean I'm saying this from very little knowledge. I think the money's quite good. Yeah. But phew, God knows. Well,
1: yeah. Anyway, if you fancy that one, next one is being an extra for a commercial, which I think is pretty cool. Like, I'd love cool. to be an extra in something. Yeah.
2: Especially like, imagine if you were just like watching Netflix with your friends, mm. and then you just point in the background, "Hey, that's me, by the way."
1: But that, that random shape in the background—that's yeah. me. I've, yeah. actually, I've
2: actually been an extra in something. Oh, before. have you? What? Yeah, I was. So you've seen the Harry Potter films, yeah?
1: Yeah. No, no actually, have <laughs> I might have missed them.
2: <laughs> I know somebody that hasn't seen them. Do You remember Colin Creevy from the second one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in a straight-to-TV film with Colin Creevy. Uh, <laughs> All right, sorry. Not, I not thought as... it
1: was going to be the Harry Potter no, movies. God, this no. is such a
2: no, no, no. Do you remember Colin Creevy? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> imagine <laughs> um yeah no he it was a straight to itv film where he i think he got abducted in it or something
1: oh he didn't have a very good time and like no, he in his, did his acting rules yeah i was
2: gonna say spoiler alert in chamber of secrets he gets petrified <laughs> um anyway he yeah he got abducted and in the scene where he's like going into school yeah uh me my younger brother and another kid that we were friends with are playing football with a tennis ball in the background
1: but the tennis ball. Yeah,
2: so I actually have Colin Creevy's autograph on a uh, yellow poster. Well,
1: wow, that is yeah. impressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the pay is quite good as well. I think you get around around eighty pound a day. Obviously, I didn't. like, <laughs> did you get paid?
2: I don't know. My mum took me to <laughs> McDonald's afterwards. <laughs>
1: oh. Um, But it is quite a good job to have at uni because you can fit it around your studies. Although I think the days tend, I mean, I don't know what this random thing is that you did. But if you're going to do it at uni, the days tend to be quite long. Like you Mm. need to have a lot of patience. I actually had a friend who did it at uni. He was like a dead person. It was a war, it was like a war movie or a war, something to do with war. And he has to dress as a soldier and just be dead on a stretcher. Wow. Um, Which is pretty cool. But yeah, he said there was just like a lot of waiting around. Oh yeah. I mean, this Um, scene that I
2: was in must have lasted about three seconds. And we were definitely there for like at least the whole morning, if not longer.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you do it. You sign up to an agency, don't you? And then you provide them with like a photograph of you. I
2: think so, yeah. um,
1: And they can like, you know, set you up for different things. And I think they happen all around the country as well. Like, oh, I think yeah. there's a perception that maybe you have to be in London, but I don't think you do. No. They will happen everywhere. Yeah. But if you go to the show notes after this podcast on savethestudent.org forward slash podcast, um, we'll link you to an article where you can find out more about how to do that. Um, Okay, next one. Got paid £20 to pretend that I was smoking some guy's cigarette because he was meant to have quit smoking and his friends were about to come over and see him. Bloody hell. That is that is easy money. Like, that is I would incredibly that. easy
2: money. Also, but- you, even if you... So, like, I don't smoke. And I, I like I smoked a cigarette once. I just hated it. But if somebody came over and was like... And I had to pretend that I was smoking it. You don't even have to put it in your mouth. Just hold it in your yeah. hand. I was going s- to hold a cigarette.
1: I was going to say, the, the guy could have just, like, dropped it on the ground. But maybe he was... Concerned that they'd still be able to smell the smoke.
2: Mm, also, that's littering. So <laughs> that's littering. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> My and bad. the fine for that would have been bigger than twenty pounds. Yeah,
1: I mean that. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy though. Um, well, this one's slightly weird. <laughs> Sending foot pics to a guy with a foot fetish in exchange for money.
2: I mean. If it's all consensual, fine. Each
1: to their own, I say. Yeah. Each to their own. Uh,
2: Not something I would personally do, but you know. Yeah. (laughs) If, 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 if you're happy with doing it.
1: I mean, if you've got nice feet, I mean, why not make some money off it? If you've got it, flaunt it. Yeah, exactly. And the final one we've got is selling toilet roll tubes on eBay. And I was actually surprised that you can.
2: You make good money with this.
1: I was gonna say, well, I wouldn't say good money. You can make money from this.
2: You can sell a box of, I can't, I can't remember how many, but like an achievable amount um for like 40 quid
1: yeah but how much would you have to spend to buy get all those toilet rolls oh, and yeah, yeah but think is.
2: about the fact that you're going to use toilet roll yeah and those empty toilet roll tubes aren't going to go anywhere else yeah so i feel like them up over time you
1: could cover the cost of your next batch of toilet roll you could make like a oh, self-sustainable yeah. toilet roll thing
2: yeah a cycle but
1: i wouldn't say you necessarily would make like much of a profit from it
2: uh you wouldn't make a profit but i guess it's the same thing as like the guy who got paid to give his poo to clinical trials um and not just it's <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's toilet based like
1: because
2: because it's it's gonna be there anyway so you might as well make money out. of
1: yeah it. true otherwise you'd just be putting it in the bins, yeah it's so. money that
2: like it's not like you've spent money really it's money that it's, it's just something that's gonna be there and you can you can make money out of it why not
1: yeah exactly Anyway, we should probably stop talking about toilet roll now. We've been on that subject for a little while. Are we
2: sure that's not high quality content for the (laughs) listeners?
1: (laughs) Anyway, um, we also wanted to find out if you guys had done any sort of strange things to make money. Um, So we asked you and this was by far the best response we
0: got. Spitting into a belly button with one attempt and one attempt only for a five pound.
1: I like how matter-of-fact that is. It's just very precise, like, one attempt, one attempt only, for the five pounds, like...
2: I, I'm intrigued to know, though, like, how far away he was, because... Yeah, that if makes it all was, the difference. Exactly, and whether the person was lying down or, like... Because if they're standing up, trying to spit into something that's, like, vertical yeah. is very difficult. Whereas if the person's lying down and he's, like, kind of... Essentially dripping from above. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Oh, that's so gross. What, as if his story already wasn't gross? I,
1: I think he's probably lying down. It must and be. Maybe there was like um, a marker, and everyone had to go,
2: Oh, it must be. It must be. The winner. I mean, I feel like it's raised more questions than it's answered, really.
1: Yeah. I also would not want to be the person who's getting spat at. But...
2: Oh my god, no. Also, as well, presumably this person had an inny
1: everyone's got an innie not
2: not everyone's got an innie
1: well most people have an innie
2: anyway enough belly button chat um if you're out there and you're listening let us know whether this person was lying down how far away you were um or if you're listening and you feel like you've got a more interesting or weird way to make money uh just feel free to let us know
1: so I have to admit that I did not do anything as interesting as those to make money when I was at uni. So I did have a part-time job. Um I worked as a student host. So basically, how do you describe it? I It was like students from schools in the local area and they could literally be as young as like reception, like wow. really, really young kids. But the majority of them, I would say, were more, I don't know, like 14, 15 up to 17. Yeah. And it was basically like they would come to the university and we would do like presentations about what it's like to be a student, and I'd give them, like, a tour of the campus, and that kind of thing. Reception
2: children came to this?
1: Yeah. Little reception (laughs) students would come, and it was so cute, and you'd obviously just, like, show them, obviously it was, like, tailored to them, it wasn't, Mm. like, you know, um, but then at the end of the day, they'd get their own little graduation ceremony, and they had these tiny little, like, graduation caps, and it was very cute. That is very cute. Um, What about you? Did you have a part-time job?
2: I had a couple. Yeah, in the first year, I had a Christmas job at Marks and Spencer's. Third year of uni I had a more kind of fun job. I worked in the card shop Scribbler. I love and that, that was shop. Great. Yeah, the cards in there are uh, like are, in my opinion the best. Um not biased at all. Nope. Are and the, they, got of, like, they got loads of like they got loads <laughs> of like fun little gifts in there as well. And that was great fun. Um and I think I got fifty percent off in Scribbler. Which nice. you know, I mean most of the things in there are cards, so you're getting like a pound off these things. Yeah. But even so It's better like, than nothing. Exactly.
1: Yeah, so obviously I didn't have a job where I could get a perk like that. But I know there are, like, there's so many companies out there who do, like, some really good perks. I'm actually a bit, like, looking back, like, I wish I'd got a job at, like, a really cool company. Yeah, um, what
2: you mean? Do you need not give you, like, free fees or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, I got a discount on my tuition fees, actually. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've actually got an article on the site where we've kind of gathered together some of the best ones. So if you work at Topshop or Topman... Um, you apparently you get 60% off your uniform allowance, which is once every three months. That's incredible. So I assume that's like sort of like three outfits and you get 60% off.
2: I guess so, yeah. Because
1: um, you'll have to wear them at work, which is pretty good. But then you also get just like 25% off anyway.
2: That's incredible. Especially if like uniform allowance, you could legitimately like buy a suit and that's like 100, 150 quid.
1: Yeah. And well, like, you would then have to wear a suit to work, but...
2: Well, maybe once or twice. But... Yeah.
1: That, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Nando's apparently you get a free meal with 10 pounds or less and free bottomless drinks when you're on shift awesome um but i think you get for like about around 40 percent off when you're just there like just generally like with your friends that's so good which is pretty cool although i always think with like the food ones do you think it would just like put you off that food i think so
2: i don't think i think if you worked at nando's any more than about two days a week even even that to be fair yeah. Like, you get pretty sick of Nandos and probably quite unhealthy as well.
1: Yeah, because I know at McDonald's as well, I think you get a free meal on shift. And again, like, I think you get, a, like, discount off when you're not there, which sounds amazing. But then you just think if you're eating McDonald's that often, oh, yeah. you would just probably go off it a bit.
2: Especially, like, if you had it at lunch every day, the afternoon, mm. would you, you'd just be slouching every single day. Yeah.
1: Other ones, the spoons. I think you get <laughs> 50% off during your shift. Wow. And that includes one hour before and one hour after your shift. And then you get 20% off when you're not working, which is pretty, pretty good. That's I good. Guess. Especially,
2: yeah, if you live near a weather and that's where you drink with mm. your mates most often. That's pretty good. Although
1: I imagine working in a weather can be quite stressful. So you kind of want that perk to make up for it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then final one, this is my favorite one. If I could if I could get a part time job, this is what I'd go for. At Odeon, you get sort of access to free blockbuster previews, which basically means you get to see those kind of big movies before everyone else does. Awesome. And then you also get free cinema tickets and then you get twelve free cinema tickets for your friends and family every three months.
2: What? Twelve? Apparently Thanks.
1: that's what we've got. So
2: I mean, I can't remember the last time I even went to the cinema. Partly because it's so expensive i mean yeah
1: i go like every so often but yeah it's so ridiculously expensive but i think it's just because i had a friend who used to work at a cinema Mm. and i think twice once or twice she took me to one of these like blockbuster preview things where you basically the cinema's like dead because it's only staff and a couple of friends and it's like before the movie it'll be like 10 o'clock at night the day before it'll come out to everyone else and you just get to go and see the movie and honestly when she quit that job I was fuming. It's <laughs> like, so I cannot believe you've done this to me.
2: My flatmate, actually, he used to work in a, in a smaller chain of cinemas, and they would close, obviously, at about, like, 12, 12.30 a.m. Hmm. But if there was a premiere of, like, a film, they would, after they closed, uh, all the staff would, like, go into one of the cinema rooms, and they just stay and watch the film before he's been released.
1: Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah,
2: so he'd probably, he probably wouldn't get home until, like, 3 a.m., probably. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you get to watch whatever film it is before it comes out.
1: Yeah, so if you are looking for a part-time job anytime soon, then, you know, these companies are good ones to go for if you fancy a little bit of an extra perk on top of your salary. So we've covered part-time jobs, but what about setting up your own business at uni? We are now joined by founder of Save the Student, Owen, who set up this website from his dorm room in his first year of uni in Manchester. So thanks for joining us on the show, Owen.
0: Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Tom. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. And I'm really excited about this podcast. It's quite monumental, really, because for 10 years, Save the Student has really just existed on the screen, like yeah. pixels and words. Um, so it's quite exciting to be in people's ears.
1: Yeah, you know? no pressure for us. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know, could you just give us a bit of background information about like, how Save the Student came about and the ideas behind it?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, I started STS kind of as a clueless first year way back in 2007,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I still pinch myself really on how far it's come along. I recently wrote about uh, STS on the website and how it's grown and did a little video for our 10-year anniversary. So we, I think we can link that up in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, notes. if you go to the show notes, we will put it in there. But what yeah. I
0: didn't really mention in there is I had around 100 websites one including um, a mobility scooter website. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah you've seen it. So that's uh, a headline. <laughs>
1: 100 websites there, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, well, I, I just got obsessed with like coming up with new ideas and developing mm. websites and writing content. So yeah, it was kind of like just the starting up process was the exciting bit. Um, in hindsight, I'm glad the mobility scooter site didn't take off. <laughs> I think i'd be enjoying it as much as i am are, 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 are they all still up are they still like no because with with a website you have to like obviously pay for the cost of hosting yeah. and mm-hmm. the domain name every year so i've probably got about 10 now one of um, which is the mobility screw one yeah yeah that, that's just for old time's sake really <laughs> and to remind me not to go into that kind of thing again what i would say is um i learned something from all of them
2: mm-hmm. so yeah. even
0: though Saber students the one that came through yeah from each of them I learned you know coding or uh, yep. made new contacts or accounting just general business sense so yeah yeah SCS wouldn't even be what it is or where it is now without going through that journey of all those failures and different experiences so yeah
1: okay so just for our listeners um we're going to ask you to give us some advice on like how you would go about setting up a business at uni so we're going to do our usual 30 <laughs> seconds on the clock
2: okay. um
1: Tom have you got that
2: I've got the timer ready.
1: She's got the timer ready, yeah. And if
2: Owen's ready. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Right. In three,
0: two, one. Okay. You need to be passionate, which I wasn't about, but it's scooters. <laughs> you need to have focus and stick with it. Um, STS didn't really make a penny for three years. Inspiration and motivation are essential. I listen to business podcasts every day and get out of your bedroom. Delegate to people better than you, which is what Richard Branson will attribute his success to. Fiverr.com is an excellent resource for a shoestring budget, but tryupwork.com too. And just give it a go. It doesn't have to be the next Facebook or even make any money. Start small scale and you know you, you learn so much about the real business world. Oh, he's, he's, he's gone three seconds over time already. Find that, oh, there's nothing like a good time deadline as well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Was that your fifth and final tip?
0: No, it was sixth, I think. Oof. Oh. Full of tips today. Ah, there we go. It's we'll we'll, them say, all we'll in. say it
2: was five within 30 seconds.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that really interesting. I mean, how easy would you say it is to juggle a business? Because you said about mm. you've got to be really dedicated and passionate and, you know, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Is it something that's feasible to do while you're at uni, would you say? Or
0: Firstly, I'd say it depends on the business because mm. business could cover anything and also your degree i did geography so i had a lot of free time i think in my final <laughs> six hours <of laughs> yeah, <lectures>. same <laughs> so i had a lot of free time on my hands but we're all guilty of watching you know an hour or two of tv or youtube mm. every night yeah and that you could be spending on you know putting something on ebay or writing a blog post yeah so mm. i think all students do have time to give something a yeah go. it doesn't have to be a huge sacrifice either so for example aside from the website stuff i uh resold uh, hundreds of uh, back posture supports on eBay. <laughs> they were designed for horse riders. Yeah. yeah, I found a niche with golfers and like motorists and drivers. Wow! So I didn't actually pay anything for those products up front. Um, I just or handled them or shipped them. I actually worked with a supplier through something called drop shipping. Okay. Um, so literally, I would advertise them on eBay, get yeah. the customer addresses, send them to the supplier. And I make about £10 per one. I so see, it's essentially just making commission. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a bit like what we do, like affiliate marketing kind of yeah. thing, like making a commission on a sale without really touching the product. Yeah. So that literally took me half an hour a day just wow. to go through eBay and go through the sales. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But you have to find those opportunities. I
1: was going to say, yeah, you've got to be clever to yeah. kind of pick out those yeah. those markets and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it goes to show that uh, you don't need to spend loads of time on a business. I think mm. people think, oh, if I start a business, it needs to be the next Facebook or something. But yeah, a yeah. business can be really, really small, like a micro business, and you'll learn from everything that you get involved with. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's worth doing. <laughs> cool. So you say
2: that you had like 100 websites, but like, what would you recommend... For someone who maybe like doesn't have quite as many ideas as you, uh, but still wants to set up a business.
0: I feel quite passionately that, as I say, every student should get involved in some kind of hustle or a a business Mm. of some sort. Yeah. Um, If it doesn't grow, it's still kind of like a silver bullet to get a really good job because employers look out for this kind of thing. It shows Mm -hmm. creativity and that you're self-motivated and you're business-minded. Yeah. Some specific ideas which I know and I've seen work well for students I'll just run through a few ideas on my list so buying second hand books on campus in the summer so when everyone's finished their their courses and then sell them ahead Mm. for more money at the start of the term classic supply and demand Yeah. yeah that's an easy one Speed dating events I've seen being done quite well. So you can book an area in a bar for free because they want the punters in. Yeah. Um, and then you just promote and sell tickets on Facebook quite easily. I can oh. imagine that will work pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. People get a bit sick of Tinder as well. So yeah, yeah. a bit of real life into it. Mm. Browsing the free stuff categories on Gumtree or FreeCycle and then reselling those items just in another category. Yeah. Very easy to do. You nice. can get like sofas on there and then you yeah. can sell a sofa for like 100 quid. Yeah. yeah. People just don't have the time or can be yeah. bothered to sell a lot of the time. Yeah. But if you have, which a lot of students might. Yeah. And um, just literally, you can use the same photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, or I suppose you could even say, yeah, I'll take it and then give the other person's address. <laughs> so they have to ship it to you. <laughs> nice.
1: um,
0: another thing that's becoming more and more popular is cre- uh, creating an online course that you can get paid for. Oh yeah, okay. like Udemy Oh yeah, U D E M Y dot com. Um, once you set it up, then it's just recurring, recurring revenue because mm. you so do want some people pay yeah. to subscribe to your course. So, oh, cool. students obviously have an education of some degree. I was going to so, say, yeah. yeah, just pick a topic that yeah. you're kind of passionate it about. That feeds yeah. into your career, and you can, mm. again, you can show someone that you've done that. Yeah, yeah. it's a good idea. Or start a website. <laughs> yeah, it's worked well for me. <laughs> yeah. I've got a guide on the uh, on save the student now and how I did it and how you can do it. So yeah, have a look at that and also just have a search on Twitter. It's quite interesting if you just search on Twitter for I wish I had mm. speech marks. Oh yeah what it's fascinating I do? what kind of things come out. A lot of them aren't really product or business related. yeah but every now and then a little gem comes up. And you've at least got one person who's willing to buy that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. That's a really it? good idea. Yeah, yeah. I do that every now and then, <laughs> which I shouldn't. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> going on. When you should be working. Yes.
1: Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I, I think they're really useful. I, it's, you know, if you've ever, if anyone's got any questions about, you know, how to set up a business mm. at uni, just you know, we've got your got our contact details. Yeah. Um. So just let us know, and thank you for coming on the show.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: So it's that time of the show again. Is money confessions and this week we're talking about failed money making initiatives so things like you've kind of attempted to do or thought about attempting to do to make money that i've never really paid off because it's gone wrong or you just can't be bothered whatever um so i have a few things for this the first one is the Cash Show app which my favorite (laughs) if you don't know what that is it's essentially it's like a quiz that you take part in at certain times of the day with yeah, like everyone it's, else.
2: It's like, I think it's a, well, there's a more popular version called HQ, but mm. the benefit of Cash Show is that, so they have like five non-paid questions and then I think six paid questions. And if you get to the paid questions, you're guaranteed a prize, usually quite small with like a few pennies. But if you get to the final round, you can often win like three or four pounds. Whereas with HQ, you have to answer all 12 questions correctly. To get anything. To get anything. And it's yeah. very difficult. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I started doing this because Tom and Bronnie were doing it in the office. And I thought, you know what? I want to get in on this. I uh, probably realized that I know nothing. <laughs> and it, and you can't cash out until you've got, is it £10? I think £10. And
2: yeah. I
1: just thought, I am going to be here for years, trying to get up to £10. So
2: You need to get like me. I've developed some real touch typing skills. and What, well, you know, googling you the get, answers? Yeah. So even for some, some that I kind of know... I'll like Google just to double check that I've got it right.
1: Mm.
2: Um, but given that you only have 10 seconds and sometimes the questions can be quite complex, I've really had to work on my typing skills.
1: Yeah, I just, it just upset me that I was so bad. <laughs> so um, I gave up on that. I also tried um, Depop before, which is, if you don't know, like an app where you sell, well, you can sell anything really, but I think it's it's mainly clothes. Yeah, you introduced um, me
2: to it. And I think I've only seen clothes on it.
1: Yeah. I mean, some people sell like books and random Okay. Things like that. But it's, yeah, 90% clothes. So I tried to do that. So I had like a little photo shoot in my room where I put on all these old <laughs> clothes and took photos of them and put them on there. Um, I sold one thing, I think. Yeah, I did sell one thing, but clearly people don't like my fashion sense because oh. nobody wanted anything else. Um, and then after a while, these clothes were just sat in my room and I got sick of them. So I just put them away. Um, I think like obviously I think depop is a really good way of making money, especially if you're like, if you're, like, really into fashion, like, mm-hmm. vin- like, vintage stuff goes, like, crazy on there. But clearly my kind of old Primark things oh. weren't, weren't really what what was needed. So that didn't go too well. And then also I tried doing the survey thing once. Oh, yeah. This was... I did not I've know... i this a couple of times. I was going to but... say, I didn't know about Save the Student at this time, so I did not follow the Save the Student guide and to surveys. Because if you had. Because if I had, it might have gone a bit better, but I essentially just... Spent so much time putting my details in on things and got spammed with so much email, like really dodgy email.
2: I think one of the tips we have is to set up like an alias email address essentially.
1: Yeah, oh god, I wish I'd done that.
2: Yeah, so one that you never look at and it's just there to just take all the spam.
1: Yeah, it would have been really useful. I mean, even now to this day, I've still got the same email address and it still gets all the spam. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think I did a couple of surveys, but. Like there are better ways of doing it than what I did, but in the end I was just like, "No, this is not for me, yeah,
2: like I said, I tried surveys a couple of times, but I had kind of a similar issue to you. I think generally speaking, I've never really tried too many like weird money makers, I think because I was lucky enough to get a job mm-hmm. a couple of times in uni so I, I sometimes like I didn't really have to resort to like any kind of bizarre ways, but like one thing I've always considered, but never really kind of had the conviction to go through with is this thing where essentially. Um, like you can sell your old shoes to to basically foot fetishists, I think. Um, right, and you can get like fifty quid a go for your old pairs of shoes, which again is something that you wouldn't be making money out of otherwise, especially like completely trashed shoes. Yeah. So they're either going to go to like clothes recycling or the bin. And yet... you mean
1: as in like they're completely like practically unwearable?
2: Yeah, like like you wouldn't you you couldn't sell them to people right. who wanted to wear them. But these people are interested in them, obviously, because it's it's one of their niche interests, shall yeah. was say. But I've never really had the conviction to go through with it. Yeah. Like, I thought, because we were discussing this with um, with somebody the other day, I thought that it was like you would never have any contact with them. You just take a picture and send it to them. But apparently the way to make the real money is that you have to kind of engage in conversation with the buyers. Right. And I think now that's something that's really going to stop me from ever trying it. Like,
1: yeah. Again,
2: it's- if if you're comfortable with doing it, by all means do, it, mean do yeah. it. But I don't think I would personally be comfortable with doing it.
1: Yeah. You see I've, I I hate shoes and I literally just buy a pair of trainers and wear them every day of my life until yeah. they have holes in them and then I put them in the bin. Like that is literally the story of my life and shoes. So I think, you know Exactly like that could be good money making for me. And it
2: could it could fund the new shoes as well.
1: Yeah, but it's just yeah, I just don't know how I'd get into it. Is it just on eBay?
2: no i i I don't know but i feel like there might be like special sites for it
1: all right which aren't even for for, for shoes okay (laughs) yeah
2: okay um but yeah basically i think what we're saying is some money making things will work for some people some will work for others but basically if you try something that doesn't work for you don't worry about it like there's hundreds of ways to make money so just keep trying
1: right so that's everything for this week thank you for listening don't forget to head to the show notes at savethestudent.org forward slash podcast where you'll find lots of handy links including um to lots of articles with more in-depth information about how exactly you can make money while you're at uni plus you'll be able to watch the save the student 10-year anniversary video for more insight into how the website grew from a uni side hustle into a fully fledged business
2: cool um and next week we're going to be talking all about how to save money on travel And we'll be joined by a very special guest. So keep your eyes peeled for when the next episode goes live.
1: I'm very excited for that. Me too. Anyway, thank you for joining me, Tom. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of No More Beans. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on.